0: Ismael Gilbert is a 33-year-old British-Australian who, until her arrest in Iran in 2018, was a lecturer in Islamic studies at the University of Melbourne. Just this week, she spoke about her time in prison in Iran, including periods of solitary confinement and psychological torture. She also spoke about our government's handling of her case, her release and the lasting effects of 804 days imprisoned in Iran. In this episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we explain hostage diplomacy, why Kylie Moore Gilbert found herself caught up in it, what happened to her, and the handling of her case by the Australian government. Squeeze Shortcuts is the backstory to the big news stories. I'm Kate Watson and I'm Claire Kimball. To set the scene, a bit about Iran's system of government and their politics first, Claire. Safe to say they're about as
1: far away from Australia's as you can get. The Islamic Republic there was founded in 1979 when the monarchy was overthrown and clerics assumed political control under an anti-Western theocracy. That put an end to the previous regime's program of modernization and Westernisation and has seen the nation's citizens live under a very conservative form of Islamic leadership. That
0: has put it in conflict with the West, particularly the US, Europe and allies like Australia at various times over the last 40 years. The last intense round was sparked when former US President Donald Trump abandoned the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, which sounds
1: like something that's going to need some explaining. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to say. (laughs) That uh, Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action was a deal that was struck with Iran and China, France, Germany, Russia the UK and the US. That happened in 2015. Essentially, it saw Iran agree to scale back its nuclear activities and the West would ease sanctions against them uh, as the payoff. And Trump took a very different view to that of his predecessor, Barack Obama, who joined the US to that plan of action. Trump thought that the agreement rewarded Iran as they continued to be a threat to America and to the West.
0: The other partners to the agreement pleaded with Trump at the time to keep America in that
1: agreement, saying it was important to keep relationships positive with Iran. Yeah, Trump said, though, that it wasn't in America's interests and he walked. And that set off an escalation of tensions between the nations, including America's assassination of Iran's military leader, Qassem Soleimani. Even after Trump lost the election last November, he was said to be canvassing options to make military strikes against key Iranian assets, including those nuclear facilities.
0: We did a squid shortcut on the U.S.-Iran relationship. At a time there, it was front and center of the news quite a bit. But that really sums up the environment that several Western citizens have found themselves in when imprisoned in Iran. And that includes dual Australian British citizen Dr Kylie Moore Gilbert. Let's look at the circumstances around her detention next. Iran has a long history of detaining foreign citizens and dual nationals on bogus charges of espionage, which is spying, and swapping them for Iranians incarcerated abroad. Claire, experts say, though, the use of hostage diplomacy has been increasingly
1: used by Iran. And it was only last month in the Squiz Today podcast that we talked about Australia joining an international coalition of 57 countries that were condemning the use of hostage diplomacy. It didn't name any country But what it's about is the arbitrary detention of foreigners in order to apply pressure on a nation over political issues.
0: As you say, Iran wasn't named in that report. No countries were. But experts say it was aimed at them, along with other countries like China, Russia, and North Korea, who have from time to time used hostage diplomacy. For Iran's part, it's believed that there are at least 10 foreign and dual
1: Iranian nationals being held in Iranian prisons. And there are a particular group of people. Yeah, they're charity workers, academics and researchers. And while the system is very opaque, it's believed that they're a group who have been accused and some convicted of espionage charges.
0: Westerners currently detained in Iran hold US, UK, German, French, Swedish and of course, Australian citizenship. Each nation is in charge of
1: securing the release of their citizens. Australia has taken a specific approach. What Australia did to see Kylie Moore Gilbert freed was a prisoner swap deal. The circumstances and the details of that deal are secret. But what happened was she was released in exchange for three Iranians hurled in Thailand. They were said to be involved in a failed bombing attempt aimed at Israeli diplomats in Bangkok, but the men were never charged with terrorism.
0: Before that deal was done, the government said it was in intense negotiations with the Iranian government over more Gilbert's release. But again, these are processes that are Not all that transparent, Claire.
1: No, but the general sense of it from those who have gone through it is that the Department of Foreign Affairs here in Australia works diplomatically behind the scenes. So talking to governments about what can be done and they don't much like the media to get involved because they say that it can anger the nation who is holding that person that they're trying to help.
0: And for her part, Moore Gilbert says she's not convinced, and this is the quote, that the quiet diplomacy argument stacks up. Let's get into the details of her case next. <laughs> Dr. Kylie Moore Gilbert is, as we said in the intro, 33 years old. She went to high school in Bathurst in New South Wales and university at Cambridge in the UK. She spent a year abroad in
1: Israel learning Hebrew. That saw her enter a career in academia in Melbourne. Yeah, she's a lecturer in Islamic studies at the University of Melbourne's Asia Institute, and she continued research into revolutions in the Middle East with a particular focus on Bahraini politics and protests. That area of expertise saw her invited to a conference in Iran in September 2018, and that's something that analysts now say was likely a trap set up by Iranian agents. There's
0: no official word on why Mo Gilbert was targeted by Iran, but reports say she was flagged as suspicious by a fellow academic at the conference. She says she knows who that person is. It's a Bahrainian man she had interviewed in Iran for her academic research. It also could be that she spent time in Israel, Claire, a sworn
1: enemy of Iran. She's also married to a Russian-Israeli man. Yeah, and that potentially raises red flags too. What we do know, though, is that she attended that conference. She was arrested at Tehran Airport as she was leaving the country with the Iranians accusing her of spying.
0: And because of the interview she gave this week, we now know a bit more about what happened to her from there on out. She said she was interrogated for hours at the airport and her initial reaction about the claims authorities were making, and this is the quote, seemed ludicrous to me, she said.
1: Yeah, still she was kept in a safe house for a week before being taken to even prison in Tehran. It's a notoriously bad place to be. Former inmates have described being subjected to mock executions, uh, beat and psychological torture, and Maure Gilbert says that her time there was very dark, particularly the first month where she was held in extreme solitary confinement, which was a two-metre-by-two-metre box, basically, with nothing other than a phone in it.
0: She said she really lost the plot during that period. She had suicidal thoughts, but she never made an attempt to take her own life. After that, she decided to channel her anger at her mistreatment into building her own strength. She kept her mind occupied. occupied, she says, with singing, yoga and meditation.
1: And she said that she wasn't broken after that, which is pretty incredible. Uh, Yeah, just amazing, particularly given there was more bad news to come, including that she'd been sentenced to 10 years in prison for those spying charges. In the 804 days that she was in detention before the Australian government did that prisoner swap deal for her release, she says that she was subjected to horrific conditions and psychological torture. She says that she was beaten once, once by guards, but wasn't physically tortured. So I guess that's something.
0: She did say, though, that the psychological torture she experienced was sometimes manifested in physical pain. Moore Gilbert questioned the Australian government's approach to securing her release, as we touched on before in that interview, saying she was never on board with that approach of quiet diplomacy. Being on the inside, she said
1: she knew the only way Iran would consider releasing her was if public pressure was applied. And she asked her parents in their phone calls to spread news of her situation far and wide. That didn't happen, though, with the Australian government urging the media to keep the news quiet because they said they were working on the inside with Iran to secure her release. And for that first year, that was the case. Her situation didn't come to light publicly until news of the detention of a couple of Australian backpackers. That was Jolly King and Mark Firkin. Uh, that was reported on late in two thousand. As she said, a year on from when she was first arrested.
0: From there, more Gilbert's detention and treatment was widely reported on here in Australia and around the world. And she says that was a key part of securing her release. Now she's home, Claire, arriving in Canberra in November last year. Things haven't been smooth sailing here either.
1: No, far from it. When she arrived home, she discovered her husband had started a new relationship with one of her colleagues. And she says that she knew something was up even when she was in Iran via their phone calls when he stopped telling her that he loved her. She says that she feels betrayed and that it's something that's even harder to deal with than her detention, but she hasn't spoken to either of them since arriving back in Australia.
0: Feels like Dr. Kylie Moore Gilbert is a name we're going to hear a lot about from here on out. She's looking to the future. She says she's writing a book on all of it, and that's something that she wants to do. That's your shortcut to freeing Kylie Moore Gilbert onto our recommendations. Mm -hmm. Each episode of Squeeze Shortcuts, we recommend some further reading, listening or watching. Pretty obvious one today from me. It's a link to that interview with Dr. Kylie Moore Gilbert. It's been a bit tricky to find, Claire. It aired on Sky (laughs) News on Foxtel, so it's behind a paywall. It might not be available on demand just yet, but for when it is, a link to those who do have Foxtel is in your episode notes.
1: For me, Kylie Moore Gilbert was one of the world's most high-profile foreigners in Iran's prison system. She wasn't just known here. She was known around the world. And Mm. another is the British-Iranian citizen Nazanin Zaghari Ratcliffe. She was an aid worker. She was arrested in 2016. uh, And since then, she's been in and out of prison. She's got a husband and a child back in the UK, and her case is pretty wild. So I've got a link to some details on that.
0: Yeah, it's worth a read. Thanks for listening into this episode of squeeze shortcuts if there's something you'd like to give us the backstory on shoot us an email at hello at the squeeze.com.au until next week